0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it air powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. Get ready though. I'm just trying to give you the heads up. Be prepared. Get ready because you are going to have at least half a week, if not the full week, of enduring all of the tales of Edmonton Folk Fest that your friends and coworkers who went and didn't take you with them are bringing back. Maybe they've already arrived. Maybe they're back at work this morning. Maybe they've got that Monday off to extend their trip down south. But they'll be back. They'll be there. And they'll be telling you every little detail. You'll know about how the beer line went. You'll know about how the bathroom line went. You'll know about how so-and-so's set was compared to so-and-so's set in fine detail. I'm just trying to tell you the facts before they hit you in the face without any warning, right? Get ready to endure the tales of Edmonton Folk Fest that are returning to Fort McMurray this very morning. While the offspring were cruising in Canada over the weekend, they had a little bit of a disastrous moment. Uh, pretty crazy to see they posted footage to TikTok, their official, um, and saying, while traveling through Canada yesterday, something flew off of the vehicle in front of us and became wedged underneath one of our SUVs, and it caught fire. You can see in the video... Yeah, very much so. Holy cow. Uh, What the heck was it that caught fire? I'm so curious about what actually happened. But bottom line is they say everyone got out safely, but luggage, passports, and laptops, pretty much everything else was destroyed. Thankfully, not a ton of like the actual touring, you know, music equipment as well. But rich band on tour and with management looking out for them, I'm sure that it gets figured out, right? Their passports and everything, it will get, uh, you know, taken care of. Maybe not so much anything with sentimental value that might have gone up in flames, which would be super unfortunate. But again, everybody was safe. And you know what they say about flammables and ignition sources, right? You know what they say? You gotta keep them separated. I had to! Come on, it's too easy! You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Let's dive into the music news headlines for this Monday morning. It's quarter to eight, and, well, we were already talking this morning about the Offspring. Now, they are on tour in Canada. They were traveling along one of our Canadian highways, beautiful and scenic when their SUV, one of... The vehicles traveling in in the convoy uh, caught fire. Apparently something fell off of the vehicle in front. So they say on a pretty dramatic footage of the fire itself on TikTok, a video they posted where they say everybody's safe, but things weren't. A lot of things did uh, go up in the fire, including some passports and laptops and some personal effects and things like that. Sucks. Totally sucks. But at least everybody is okay. Meanwhile, just reading that Jewel had a fire on her tour as well, though it was on an off day. She's currently supporting Freewheeling Woman, Not so freely wheeling now that the bus has gone up, but, uh, yeah, apparently it was on a day where nobody was driving, it was, like, parked in a hotel parking lot, everything's fine. In that case, they even were able to save a vintage guitar and guitar amp, and they say, all's well that ends well. Tuesday. This is a crazy story coming out of Banff, basically a clown car of a house. Too many people jammed in there, a sardine can. Seriously, 42 people staying in one Banff house. Uh, approximately dinged for very much exceeding occupancy limits which is 16 by the way for this particular building that's too many people in and of itself 16 is way too many people to live with in my opinion I would not be able to handle it at all no way Uh, they had 42 beds 42 and no matter what the number is they did not have enough bathrooms thousand percent. Those toilets must have been flushing non-stop. I hope they had a toxic gas alarm somewhere. I feel like they're getting letters from Netflix being like, we think you're sharing your account password on eight different screens, but they all seem to be in the same house. What's going on in there? What is going on? Well, a lot less now, apparently. Yikes. Some good, some very sad this morning. Tom Waits kicks us off, though, announcing reissues of a couple of his albums, Alice and Blood Money, specifically. And some live versions of two of the album tracks from those albums have been released as well. Um, so that's All the World is Green, Fish and Bird, the name of the the, the titles. And uh, more is going to be coming uh, as August 9th is the announced date of the twin 22, uh, sorry, 20. 20- 0 albums. Uh, they're going to be out a little bit later, though, actually available October 7th. And, of course, as always, pre-order is available right now. Britney Spears is going to actually be collaborating with Elton John for sure. There's been some whispers about this, some information has seemed to leak in recent days, but it has been officially confirmed An iconic, a so-called iconic collaboration is going to be happening. A uh, Hold Me Closer is the name of the duet and they will be putting it out together. Uh not with a specific release date though. Just some single album card has been released, uh, album art has been released and of course this is going to take a while to actually reach us. Just be patient, I guess. And sadly, you have probably already heard. We were talking about it earlier today, and the news came out yesterday in the afternoon. Olivia Newton-John died at the age of 73. The Australian-born Greece star, as well as, you know, pop star uh, in her own right, with several number one singles, albums that did extremely well, millions of copies sold. Apparently, she passed away after a long-time battle with cancer. She had announced it in the 90s that she was dealing with a breast cancer diagnosis and in 2017 announced that it had returned and had spread, and that was ahead of a concert tour, uh, which was affected by the diagnosis. She has passed away in her home in Southern California. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. The photo you thought was a photo wasn't what you thought it was of. A prominent scientist out there in the world has now admitted that the incredible just jaw-dropping photo that they posted of Proxima Centauri, the closest star to our own Sol out there in the galaxy, was not taken by NASA's incredible Deep Space Telescope, as you might have seen in many, many recent photos and tons of social media posts. No, no, it's not actually one of those incredible photos. It's, in fact, a photo of a slice of chorizo sausage. (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. Looks delicious, by the way. Uh, But yeah, it's put it out there as a tweet earlier in uh, the year, end of July, saying, oh, this is a photo of Proxima Centauri, all these different facts. Fantastic, isn't it beautiful? Etienne Klein is the name of this scientist. He has since come back to say, hey, you know, I was trying to prove a point about believing everything you see at face value on the internet and not actually investigating it. Fake news and all that. And actually, you know, use the scientific method when it comes to scientific discoveries and, 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 and headlines. Oh, but... But yeah, no, instead he had to say sorry, because people are up in a tizzy. People are upset that they got tricked. I'm just upset that now I'm so hungry after seeing this photo of chorizo sausage. It looks delicious. Joining me in studio here uh, a very special occasion. Welcome Jeremy Olenga, a basketball coach with Keanu Huskies and uh, you know big prominent member of the organization how you doing today?
1: good, very good, thanks for having me today.
0: yeah so you guys have a second annual Huskies golf tournament coming up at the end of the month, and uh, I mean I think things are going well. We were just talking off the air a minute ago pretty much sold out at this point what's going on with it
1: yeah absolutely yeah we we are sold out and um you know august 26th you know we got a great day planned with a lot of great events and uh you know we're very excited for aircon to be back on board for our title sponsor for the second year in a row
0: that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, just I was talking about it uh, earlier in the week because we do have our going Brogue contest giving away a chance to get your passes to to be in the tournament, but it's uh, second annual, which means it's not quite legacy yet, but this is something you guys want to have legs for a long time, right? You want this to be going on for 20 years, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, you know, it's a great way for us to connect with the community, with the college and create great relationships and and for us to also kind of give back and uh, to our student athletes and it, it's for a great cause. So, we're looking to have a lot of fun on on uh, Friday the
2: 26th. Yeah,
0: athletes uh, at the Keanu Huskies organization, there's so many different sports disciplines and the funds raised and everything that go on with this. How do they help out with the students?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, um, you know, we play in the, the ACAC, the conference here in Alberta and, you know it does come with a cost every time we leave the city as everybody would know and um, we have um, very competitive teams all our teams including our soccer teams and court sport teams by the playoffs last year uh, you know we do have to have teams compete nationally and it, it's um, you know the biggest thing too is helping the students get scholarships for their education and i think them coming to keanu and fort mcmurray to get a education is the most important thing so this is what drives some of that funding and, and cost
0: yeah to make it uh, really an enriching experience overall uh, when people are coming here to the community that makes perfect sense to me, and things don 't always jeremy <laughs> sometimes it 's a little thick up there, but totally makes sense
1: to me it 's going to be a great day. Um, you know all the people that have signed up will come on down, and the golf registration starts at ten a m We have our barbecue network lunch uh, sponsored by CETA. We have shotgun start at 12.30, and then when we come off the course, you know, we have our cocktail uh, reception sponsored by Air Liquide, and our dinner and awards by Stuart Olson, and you'll see a ton of the volunteers sponsored by Canadian Natural. so we're very excited to have the community on board uh, supporting us.
0: Yeah, so many different sponsors helping out with this. That's solid. I, I do
1: think this has legs for, for a long time into the future. Anything else you wanted to add, Jeremy? We're very excited to have all our sponsors on board, and there's a lot to name here that we haven't named. Just a couple I'd like to mention. You know, F- uh, Fort McKay group of companies, uh, Birch Mountain Enterprises, uh, Be Clean, TS Science, obviously Harvard Broadcasting. You know, We thank everybody for their support, and there's many more that I can't get on air right now. And we <laughs> look forward to thanking them through our social media and on uh, the
0: 26th. Yeah, on the big day itself, yeah, of course. I, I totally get it. I, that's, that is my life. Sometimes the list of sponsors makes you feel so good because so many people are coming together, whole community, whole village, making something happen, but it's a lot to name. <laughs> so yeah. it's a good problem to have, Jeremy. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for joining. Thank you. Wednesday. Don't touch the hot dog. Throw it down. Slap it out of your hand. Uh, because apparently it's taking uh, half an hour off of your life. It's taking longer than it takes to watch the average sitcom off your life per hot dog that you eat. Alright, let's unpack this a little bit. Of course, take it with a grain of salt. Not too much, though. Couldn't. Don't want to have too much sodium in your diet. Um, actually, legit. You don't want too much. You don't want too little. It's a fine balancing act for every single person with every single thing they eat. At least it certainly seems that way more and more all the time. But I was just reading an article about the University of Michigan putting out some research that studies how what you eat affects your expected lifespan. And they put out a chart as well, uh, an infographic showing hot dogs at the very bottom. Every hot dog you eat approximately taking off 36.3 minutes from your life. A double cheeseburger, only 8.8. So I mean, hello, that's going to be even more filling. I'd say that's how you hedge your bets. Just have a couple of those, right? Okay, they do have some healthy options too, the stuff that adds to your expected lifespan. Avocados, 2.8 minutes? Okay, alright, that's good. French fries is on there, adding 1.5 minutes. Is that per serving or per fry? I'm gonna just go ahead and assume per fry. And also at the top there, almost completely negating the hot dog, the peanut butter and jam sandwich. Alright? If you just combine the two, then you're pretty much breaking even, right? And actually, pretty delicious. Don't knock it until you've tried it, okay? I've definitely had to shell out for some big concerts in the past. I'd say my cap is like, $200 $200 for like a huge stadium tour maybe a little bit more of course and you're not counting into it The add-ons the travel costs some food maybe some merch whatever, but I mean base head uh, Base ticket price per head like maybe two hundred dollars. Patrick got in touch to answer the question What is your cap? What should big concert tickets cost? And he say okay for like a full full platinum VIP Depending on how good and everything that's offered say like one grand And I'd say that's got to include like a meet and greet. I better be able to, like I said, drink bourbon with Bruce Springsteen for that much money and get every piece of merch for $1,000, right? But just to attend, $200. And a little bit less on Patrick's radar. He says for a regular concert, headliner, maybe a couple of other acts, $150. It's the reselling is where the price gouging actually happens. It shouldn't be happening the first time that the ticket is listed whatsoever. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Flea is starting us off by uh, appearing in a very rare moment uh, talking to fans after a concert. Now, he's gotten some some flack a little bit, although also some people are fully in agreement with what he said on Twitter after this uh, this run-in was posted. He says in response to Luke Vesely on Twitter saying, wow, that makes me uh, the meeting with him and Flea more special. Of course, the him is Anthony Kiedis with the band as well. Uh, None of my friends nor I asked for a photo or autograph or anything. We just talked. So maybe that had something to do with his interaction with us and how it went so well. Flea got in touch saying it's because you all generated a kind and gentle light and you didn't ask for a picture. We're always down to talk and chat asking for a photo ruins it instantly and some people took some issue with that he went on to clarify though he says there's nothing wrong with fans asking for a picture he says but it does ruin having an actual conversation with another human he calls it a transaction instead of connection moving on though the pixies are back with a single called vault of heaven of course they've previously announced an upcoming album their eighth called doggerel which is going to be out much later But they're teasing it up and adding some tour dates. Only four, however, and nowhere near to us, all in America. Three back-to-back in California, and then one follow-up one in New York City. (laughs) Myself making a mistake. This week I really really did I missed an anniversary Yeah I missed an anniversary And I'm very ashamed of it No 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 Not like the significant Other anniversary In my personal life I'm talking About the anniversary Of the Dave Matthews Band Tour Bus Dumping 800 pounds Of septic tank sludge Into the Chicago River While stopped upon The Kenzie Street Bridge Yep Yep Under the bridge downtown, there was a poop storm. Now, it didn't go into the river exactly, though, because there was an architectural sightseeing tour boat directly underneath. May we never forget this incredible moment. Uh, They do have a song called Don't Drink the Water, after all, I'm just saying. And for that matter, also a song called Big Eyed Fish, which is exactly what was watching the poop storm go down that infamous day 18 years ago, August 8th. What's the anniversary? Thursday. Tommy Lee is making some people uh, weak in the knees, a little bit, uh, a little bit hot blooded. He posted a photo to Instagram, being very, very Tommy Lee. Uh, Yet yeah, Nick na- just naked, just hanging out. People have been captioning, "Hey, what your drumstick? I can see your drumstick." <laughs> some people are, you know, incensed about it. Some people are having a laugh about it. Uh, it is pretty ridiculous, and of course, it is now being shared everywhere. And eventually, I imagine, well, because the you know, app itself has pretty strict, no nudity posting, you know, uh, protocols, uh, parental filters and policies and all that stuff. It's not going to last on there, but it's been screen captured a plenty. People have been absolutely grabbing that right off the Internet. And there's, you know, so many people that have shared it with a little sensor over top of it, and that's going to stay online forever. The uh, Internet is written in ink, but he seems happy about it. He captioned it. Oops. Which I'm starting to suspect it might not have been an accident, Tommy Lee. This might have been on purpose. I mean, let's admit that if there's going to be posted photos of celebrities in the nude on the internet, it's a thousand times better that they took and posted it themselves versus it being snapped and shared without their consent, right? Right? The tragically hip are going to be inducted into the Canadian Walk of Fame. And if you're like me, you're going, what, now? They haven't already? Still, a great thing. Uh, they're going to be joining the likes of uh, uh, Canadian uh, Broadcasting Royalty, a journalist, Barbara Frum, uh, the uh, visionary video maker, Director X, uh, outstanding uh, you know, names like Deborah Cox, R&B superstar, and a whole lot more. Uh, but the actual event is going to be December 3rd. If you are curious about watching the induction ceremony, uh, it'll be on CTV at a later date soon after that. Noel Gallagher in the news again because he's selling a very, very slick sports car. This is a classic Jaguar, and he sold it for £125,000 in like-new condition because he never owned it, or never drove it, rather. He's owned it for 25 years, but he never got his driver's test, so since 1977, it's just been sitting and finally got a new owner. Finally to see the light of day, I'm sure. You're listening to the Steve Ree Podcast oh, yeah. from 100.5 Cruise FM. If you haven't watched it already, and, uh, you know, if you're into that kind of movie, um, absolutely watch Prey. It blew me away. Uh, it had the biggest premiere opening on Hulu Plus and, and, like, on Disney Plus. It just did super well. And they didn't even put it in theaters like they should have. That was a silly move. But still, I'm glad to have been able to see it and see it in comfort. Now, the complaints about the movie Prey are becoming quite hilarious to me. It may not be perfect. It may not be for everyone. But it is captivating, Com- competently made, um, and you know, it's absolutely a standout in the Hit and Miss franchise to date so far. Easily, easily, handily. And most of the complaints honestly sound super like racially prejudiced, in one way or another, so, you know, they should be dismissed. Just forget about that kind of stuff. But a lot of them are straight up misogynistic. Watching Prey, like, a girl can't face off against an 80s action movie sci-fi monster! Buddy, That's stupid. You're completely, completely missing the point of the movie, and you are purposefully forgetting Sarah Connor. And for that matter, Ellen Ripley. Come on. Heroes. Heroes from the nostalgia of our youth. And honestly, somebody's going to hear all of that, and their one takeaway is going to be, well, actually, Aliens came out in 1979, Steve, so it's not an 80s movie. (sighs) I give up. Friday. I've got such fantastic news for you. I know you've been waiting for this information for a long time. (laughs) The Cool Runnings bobsled has returned. Uh, Partly. Partly. Not entirely. Let me explain. Uh, Thanks to a post from the Calgary Police Service this week, we know that the top half of the stolen sled with Jamaica emblazoned on it has been reunited with the rightful owner. But uh, that was the top half of the front half of the entire sled that was stolen back in 2020. Yeah, yeah, a, a part of the sled is still missing as a whole. The theft goes back to October of 2020 when the entire front half of the sled was somehow nabbed from its resting place at Ranchman's Cookhouse in Calgary. The nose portion itself of the sled has a value of $10,000, and yeah, it is the the movie-used, the screen-used bobsled from Cool Runnings, not necessarily the actual bobsled from the 1986 Olympics in Calgary, but that's besides the point. Now, now the top half of that half that was stolen is 100% back, meaning that one quarter remains, and until that final quarter of the sled returns, they could always get some practice in the bathtub, right? The Eagles, truly proving that they can never leave because they just added six new stops to their Hotel California tour, expanding it with six fresh new uh, dates in November specifically, and the uh, internet comments are just, I mean, everybody's saying the exact same thing, and every single person saying it is hilarious, yeah. They can check out, but they will never be able to leave you know, until the tour is actually done. Meanwhile, Simple Minds putting new music out. They actually have a new video out for a single called Vision Thing. And uh, throughout the music video, uh, the band is pictured with uh, you know performances in the ancient theater Teormina in Sicily. And it's coming off of their 18th, one 18th studio album, Direction of the Heart. Um, now, this is a whole album uh, d- described as a tribute to the, uh, the father of the front man. Uh, sorry, the best... Uh, pal father of the frontman Jim Care who passed away in 2019 and the entire album is going to be coming out a lot later on in the year Uh, but there's a whole bunch of extra stuff coming out too like a whole concert uh, that was uh, put on BBC Radio 2 that's going to be out on September 17th and uh, that's going to be happening on September 17th with tickets on sale but it's also going to be available online after the fact 40th anniversary the band is celebrating with a bunch of dates in Scotland right now and you know if you were in the area the tickets are on sale this is a treat for me. I always love when we get to have people in the studio again. We went for so long without being able to do it. But uh, Warren Cave is joining me right here to talk about the Rolling Barrage. We're going to find out exactly what that's all about. But first, hello, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks. It's great to be here. I'm so glad. So you said this is the first time doing a radio interview. Welcome. We're going to try <laughs> and make it easy on you. Uh, that's awesome.
2: It'll be a great experience, I'm sure.
0: Oh, we, I get paid to just have fun. That's what we're going to do here today. But uh, you're going to be able to hear the rumble, hear the motorcycles coming to Fort McMurray. Uh, August 14th, I've got the date.
2: But the Rolling Barrage, uh, if people aren't aware about that, what what that is, let's just start from the bottom. All right, in uh, in 2017, actually, a good friend of mine, Scott Casey, had a vision of this coast-to-coast motorcycle ride. It actually started before that, but he wanted it to coincide with the 100th anniversary of Vimy and the 150th anniversary of Confederation of Canada, which was that year. So he was on a bit of a a tight timeline, (laughs) uh, and they made it happen. So a group of people went out to St. John's, Newfoundland, Dip their tires in the Atlantic and made their way across to uh, Victoria Dipping the tires in both sides of the country both oceans 8500 kilometers so that's this year so in, okay, the, okay. in the subsequent years uh, it's been very difficult logistically financially to move bikes over to Newfoundland it's uh, you know it's quite an undertaking and uh, yeah. everybody is volunteers so you' you're footing those bills by yourself to uh, to get your bikes moved there uh, ferries shipping whatever it is you're going to do. As of late, what we've been doing is Halifax to Vancouver, so just staying on the mainland of Canada. Yeah, The entire idea, the premise behind this, is to make some noise, make some funds, try to normalize the conversation about PTSD with uh, Canadian service members, veterans, first responders, And of course, the wider safety community that put the uniform on day in, day out for the safety of us all.
0: Important to 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 the entire community, especially in Fort McMurray. I think absolutely, it is top of mind at all times. We always got to be safe, and there's so many reasons for it.
2: This is so important to me. It's so important to a lot of people, and PTSD is very, very real. Absolutely, it's very real personally been touched, uh, both myself and a multitude of uh, friends and uh, comrades that I've worked with in the military. Many, many suicides, too many to even think about. We just we need to make it stop. People need to understand and know that they can reach out and it's safe to reach out and get some help when they need it.
0: It's an ongoing conversation, and like you said, normalizing it is one of the hugest ways that it can become something where people might be able to
2: access or feel comfortable accessing a little bit more help, right? Yes, and that's the key. If you don't feel comfortable asking for help, you're not going to ask for it. Uh, I've been there. Uh, It took a lot to come forward and ask for help. There's ramifications with your job, with your family, etc. It just makes it very, very difficult. So the more we talk about it, the more we uh, have programs within workplaces in society to deal with those things. Yeah. Then the easier it is to come forward, get the help,
0: and to not overlook the people who are suffering after the fact when they've done so much to help. You know, let's not forget them after the help has been given. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about the ride just a little bit more. Again, So this is the sixth annual ride, and uh, so how does this begin?
2: Halifax is where it starts. What What's the date on that? That'll be on the first of August. Okay. And on the twentieth is when we're going to wrap it up in uh, in Vancouver, Burnaby. Uh, and dip the tires at uh, HMCS Discovery down there. Almost the whole month, and for the first time, coming to Fort McMurray. So how does that work out? Where's that marked down on the calendar? Well, that's going to be on the 14th. Uh, as I'm sure you can appreciate, coming this far north on a uh, east-to-west ride is uh, a bit of an undertaking. Yeah. It's, it's a little out of the way. So we at the Barrage thought this was very important. Uh, Considering the fires of 2016, the subsequent floods, you know, everything that's happened here in Fort McMurray, uh, the first responders stepped up, you know, they took care of the citizens of the city at the peril of their own homes. There's some people here that have been touched and I think we needed to show them some support, the barrage. Uh, staff felt the same way
0: I can only imagine I think it just it, it makes too, so much sense and so for that reason I think that Wood Buffalo the people of Fort McMurray and beyond should absolutely make
2: a big noise about this and, and show the barrage riders a huge welcome because I know we can and I know we will the website www.therollingbarrage.com there is a donate page there you can also go there to register you can also go there to buy uh, some of the merchandise the t-shirts uh, some buffs hoodies etc. The funds from that go to support the same things.
0: Yeah, all to the same great cause. You're ahead of the game. I was just about to ask you, where do people go to find out more? Uh, TheRollingBarrage.com is where they can find out more information. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, today, Warren, uh, to come and talk to us. And I
2: can't wait to see the motorcycles riding into town coming on the 14th. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. You can also look at our uh, Facebook page and there's a link on there to the event page for Fort McMurray. It'll have all the details. For what's actually happening in Fort McMurray. Perfect. Yeah, get yourself the reminder that it's coming up. Thanks again, Warren.
0: Transmission over. One more, Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday. Or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show weekday morning, starting at 5:30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.